Good evening everybody. Uh, welcome to meeting one of Frodham Town Council Environment Committee. Item one on the agenda is to elect the chair to serve until the annual meeting of the council in May 2019. Have we any proposals for the chair? Volunteering? No, I'm proposing our volunteer. I'll second it. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy to accept it unless somebody else wants to take the helm this year particularly but I'm quite happy to carry on if everybody's all happy. I think we'd all be happy. Okay, I, I accept the, the nomination then, thank you. All those in favour say aye. Oh, aye. <laughs> okay, thank you. I will now swap chairs. Okay, item two then, Fox, is to elect the vice chair to serve oh, until the annual meeting of the council in May 2019. Have we any proposals? I would like to propose Caroline Ashton. I'll second that. Can we take a vote on? Have we any other proposals? Sorry, any other names? Okay, uh, can we vote on that then, please? Okay, that's unanimous, thank you. Item three, uh, apologies for absence. Have we any apologies for absence? No. Oh, Linda Brown, sorry. Yeah. Councillor sorry. Linda Brown, thank you. <laughs> it's good to be reminded me. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, declarations of interest then. Um, looking down the agenda, uh, I don't think there's anything that I need to declare, but I reserve the right to do it should it occur. If we move this way then, Fran, if you want. Uh, basically just to ditto what Alan has just said. Thank you. Nothing. Liam? Uh, nothing at the um, Should we declare Friends of Hophead Wood? Ah, point, oh, yes. Obey Wood Friends Group. Wood Friends, Friends Group is on the agenda. Thanks for that, Caroline. Yes, I mean, it is a... Yeah, I suppose it is an interest because we are advising in the initial yeah. setting up yeah. of that group yeah. and we've attended a couple of meetings, yeah. Yeah, I think that's right and proper that we declare. Yes, and I'm a member. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Item five then is the minutes of the last meeting, which was meeting nine of the previous year, uh, which was on the 1st of May 2018. That's the council year, not the calendar year, of course. Uh, we need to accept an signing of that. I propose. Oh. Okay. Thank you. Uh, item six. Oh, sorry, I'll, I will second that. Sorry, I'm racing on too much here. No, no reason whatsoever. <laughs> no, that's a bit, a bit naughty. Um, yeah, so uh, accepted, yes? Okay, uh, and I'll sign that. Perspiring, ladies don't sweat like this. The glow? Yes, the glow actually melts perspired. Yeah, it's glow. I sweat. I sweat. <laughs> okay. Um, number six then on the item on the agenda is opportunity for the public to speak. 
And we have no takers on that, no requests, no one in attendance. Number seven is the wildflower areas to receive a presentation oh. from Neil Baldler, yeah. who's Quack's Rural Area Service Coordinator around establishing wildflower areas and discuss and agree of potential sites. Have we had any notice that he's not attending? No, he said he would come, but I didn't follow it up to remind him. Okay, so... so we'll defer we, it to the next meeting. We, we can, yeah. or we'll keep it... We'll, can we keep it live, and if he does arrive late, yeah. we, oh, we yeah. can add it on at the end, or when, yeah. whenever he comes in, we'll, yeah. we'll put it in, okay? Um, item 8 then is Howie Lane and 8.1 is to note the report from the Quack Tree Officer about the branch work on the sweet chestnut and you should have a handout concerning that. Uh, just for information for the tape, this is a sweet chestnut which is on the sort of junction of the St Lawrence's Church car park and our land uh, of church fields and it's um, encroaching uh, really out into the road and oh, yes. into the church yeah. car park. It's I like the way he's put the blue line on yeah. it because he thinks it's just that one bough. It's, it's the, it, the branch, that particular branch goes all the way across the footpath and out into the road now hmm. uh, and it's a really big chunky branch and as he says there's no danger of it dropping off um, but if we could trim back those branches rather than knocking the tree limb off that would make it better for the traffic going through, less likely to for collisions and the yeah. um Is it definitely on our land? I no, no, it's, it's in the churchyard. It's just that the church hasn't got any funds to do any work like that. Um, and just for me, it was a health and safety issue because I thought it, was, it would be a danger if it was to fall. Um, but I think just taking out those lower branches, which would be mm. cheaper than what we've actually got, the quote. Yeah, when we first looked at it, we looked at it being part of the parcel of the general cutting back down that road. Remember, we had a yeah, site meeting some time ago, didn't we? Um, personally, I'm surprised that the church have not got money to do it. I mean, I would expect them to take on their obligations to maintain their boundaries, make that point. Uh, and secondly, I'd never like just messing and doing part jobs, I would like to see a 40% crown thin on that tree, you know, and then it's okay for the next few years. Um, because you cut a branch off and 10 new ones grow, you know, that's the problem. You create more problems for the future. So I, I appreciate if we're going to have to stand the cost of this, then yeah, maybe we go for the cheaper option. But I, I mean, at the church, categorically said that they've no money to do it. Well, it was only, I spoke to one of the wardens, the church wardens, right, some time right. ago. I think it might and be it worth approaching the church, because the other interesting thing was there was no preservation order no, on this, no. this tree. Yeah. Um, so I think it might be worth us approaching the church and getting them to either take the whole thing down mm, mm. Um, or to do the major work, mm. because I mean, there's, there's a gas. Is it a gas valve unit that's in there underneath of it? They could be getting yeah. an income for allowing that to be on their yeah. land anyway. So that might offset. You know, that's just an idea. But that's very often what happens when you've got a substation or a valve unit or something like that on your land. Yeah. So, um, but I'm sure that the Church of England, which is part of, isn't it, that they must have an estates department 
that have some sort of budget for dealing with the boundaries. You know, I don't think that's being petty. Mm. I, I just think that I don't there see... There must be a pot, pot of money somewhere. Yeah, yeah, uh, they are exempt from all sorts of things. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, rainwater that falls on. They The only thing I'm worried here is that we, you know, public safety, yeah, it's number one, it's our priority and everything. But we could be setting a precedent here because if we take that off, other landowners who we then say to them maintain your boundary could quite easily say well actually you know you, you did it for them why not do it for us i hope that doesn't sound you, you, it's it's fact, yeah, you know i'm just stating facts really. well, i think the tree officer's opinion is that it isn't an issue no but if you are it's going to, to do issue some, eventually it yeah. is it is but it isn't well, an issue at the i moment. think you can send them the report yeah um, uh, and identify that it is yeah. on their yeah. land and it's their responsibility. We've had the report done and really the onus yeah. is now on them and not on us as the town council. Yeah. And I think well, that's how we've got to... Uh, I, I agree, I agree. Did Cheshire West carry out that survey gratis as well or do we have to pay Yeah, them? no, it's, it was my inquiry to the tree officer about whether we needed to put in for... Uh, because it's on the, in the conservation area and whether it had a preservation, you know, mm. if it was had a, what's that big TPO, TPO general yeah. one that covers it all, but none of them. Yeah, a blanket, a blanket, a blanket TPO, it, yeah. So it, I was inquiring about that and that was the, that's his response back. So there isn't a blanket TPO, but we do have to ask permission and there's a six week leave time. What, yeah, would yeah, it be in a conservation area? Could I just say, yeah. what, if I'm going back to what you said before about just taking a few branches off anyway, if it comes to us, we do have to do it, and it's from a cost point of view. It, 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 it to me that always jobs like that always end up to be more expensive. I know it might be initially a big outlay, but you know, as you know, then you're going to do it back and do it every two years, yeah. then just get it done the once. That's I, I don't actually think it should come back to us because I don't, I think it's up to the church to find the solution. Because at the end of the day, if we do do it on behalf, you know, do it. Yeah. Other landowners will come to yes. us. Yeah. Well, well, as you know, I mean, I've been quite public. There is a little personal thing with me about you know making people maintain the boundaries, which used to happen, but sadly yeah. doesn't now. Yeah. You know, and there's examples all over Frodgham where people are having to walk in the road, cars are having to cross white lines because you know boundaries are not maintained. And all the red lane one is a, is a favourite one with me. You know. Um, because every time you go up that, and every year that goes on, it's pushing you another six inches or a foot out into the road. And you know, not being a prophet of doom, but there's been quite a couple of serious accidents there over the years, and there's another one waiting to happen. You know, there's an awful lot of lorries that come down on that, and you know, just can't get. I wonder if there's something we can do to put a reminder out to landowners that it is their responsibility mm. to keep their boundaries in order mm. because I think it's not when you say landowners people tend to think of farmers and but people have got to understand it's their garden boundaries yes. as well hedges yeah. on their yeah. at the bottom of their gardens yeah. or along the, the side garden. of their gardens mm. so it's, it's your garden boundaries not yeah. just mm. landowners. It's very classic there's some, yeah. some footpaths you, you walk and they're, they're, there's more snickets yeah. rather than footpaths and those again have to have the hedges yeah. maintained by yeah whoever is that, that, that's right. going yeah. 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 and I think people just forget. Yeah, I mean, if you look, well, Joe's jo the expert, but if you look at footpaths, the, the, the authority is only responsible for the surface, isn't it? It's the owners that are responsible for the, for, for, for the boundaries, you know.
if you do complain to Cheshire and Chester about a hedge blocking the, the footpath, um, they write to the mm. homeowner mm. and ask them to deal mm. with it. And they actually give them a certain amount of time, don't yeah. they? And then they will go and do mm. it and charge. Yeah. I, I mean, we have flagged up red line and flagged up things yeah. in general with, you, you know, Andrew and, and mm. Lynn as well. Um, you, you know, because I, I feel it's really got to come from Cheshire West because unfortunately we don't have any say on, on the highways or the pavements so they could quite easily turn around and say well who are you to tell us it's nothing to do with you it would only be like one member of the public telling another member unfortunately I think if it came from us that's just the way of the world I think it would be better if it came from uh, you know and again Cheshire West have got an obligation to you know, ensure that people are on the road safely, yeah. aren't they, you know, and not forced to drive over the white line. Surely the argument about growth is going to apply to everything we take off down there. Mm. Why can't we just say to the church, well, would you, back, would you like us to just tag this trail for them? Mm. I mean, we've had, we've had outside sources at Durham Church that have done work, uh, voluntary, mm. and not said, oh, well, it's your team, we want to not argue about who's going to do it. Sounds a bit of a mountain out of a molehill to me. Well, I, I don't agree actually, to be honest with you. I think if they're the owners, then they should take up, man up, and, and trim the tree. You, you know, because it's not, even something like that, it's not going to cost five pounds. You, you know, it, it's going to be quite an expense. Yeah, well, it's going to, it's going to have to have traffic regs, yeah, you know. And, well, with the scrutiny on costs, it's, it's just asking for trouble. Mm. Costs. Yeah. And then, you know, we start saying to not only Red Lane, I know we use that as an example, but we start saying that anywhere else in Frodham, people say, oh yeah, quite happy, you go and do it like you did for St. Lawrence's Church, you know. It's yeah. the mm. it does sound mean and all that, but it isn't, because it, it just starts the ball rolling in totally the wrong direction, mm. doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. And in fairness, why should we ask the taxpayers for it? Uh, exactly, yeah. exactly, you know. Is it worthwhile contacting the gas board? Because if that tree comes down, um, you know, you may disturb the yeah. plants underneath yeah. as well. It, it may be worth sending this uh, uh, report again to them, you know, as well as to the church, because as I say, they, the church, I'm not saying that is the case, but they may be, it might only be a peppercorn income, but they could be getting some sort of income yeah. for having that value unit on it the It might line. be that if you go and have a look, there's a notice on it saying, with a contact number on. Yeah, I think Liz yeah. tried to contact yeah. them in the past when we raised so, this, when she was doing the minutes. I'm yeah. sure that she did something at that. Yeah, it could be National Grid, it could be Central, because yeah. there's quite a few of them, isn't there now, I'm not it sure. It has to be National Grid, yeah. all the substations. Yeah, I'd have to well, I was doing a bit of marshalling with the downhill race in Howie Lane. I've never noticed it before. I was quite shocked to see on the south side, the hillside, that uh, there's a power line going right through the branches, right mm. up the lane. Mm. Danger thing on electrocution. Yeah. They're actually. I had a similar issue at home because my power line came into the house and came through a big oak tree, and Scottish Power used to come and trim the tree. 
And um, they said, you know, there's not a problem, this happens all the time. Um, and they said there's not an issue, it'll never, there'll never be a problem with it. I mean, after yesterday's power cut, I mean, they've got bigger things. Than mm. Well, I had an incident with, I don't want to ramble on, my dog. No, go ahead. When I had it, was coming up uh, Hartley Lane one day, and suddenly, he left the floor. Oh, God, I must have trapped on something. Cut a long story short, it was a short down a power cable, and it was, he got it, I say, left. It got an electric shock. Oh. Good guy. Yeah. Because people don't realise, I mean, I've been to incidents where wires have come down and people have been trying to move them off roads on wet mornings with sticks. And I remember one guy saying, well, it's only 2.40. <laughs> he's saying actually it's 11 kb, you know, and, and people don't realise it. Yeah, you know. Um, this was an insulator, one insulator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, just, yes, uh, go ahead. On the so. 7th of November, um, I reported, I was doing the meeting, but Liz had been doing the work, that she made, she contacted, uh, she sent a letter to the National Grid about the ownership of the Sweet Chestnut Tree and not had a response. And we still have not had a response. Right. Fairly typical of yeah. national press. So we have tried contacting them and have no response. Could, could I ask them, in theory, repeating that we try again? Yeah. At least then we seem to be being proactive on this. Yeah. National grid are actually based in Coventry. Yeah. That's where their headquarters is. I'll find out where the letter was that we sent. Yeah. Where we sent Send it to Coventry. Send your letter to Coventry. Probably might be worth ringing their main switchboard number and asking for their estates department. Because they'll have one. Because they're a utility company <coughs> and stuff like that. I don't, I don't think they will own it. I think the land is owned by the church and, like you say, they're in that, that plot of their machinery or whatever it is that's in, on there. Okay, so, um, yeah. Um, 8-1 there was just to note, as we've already in conversation, that permission, and it's a six-week turnaround that we've been in the conservation area. 8.3, uh, to discuss the quotations for the work, agree which contract to commission and agree a timetable for the work. This is for the, the, the yeah. whole log, well, the, the, the section yeah. down to the bend on our lane. That's right, it? and it, the, these quotes include trimming back the sweet horse chestnut, so if we're not sweet doing that, yeah. we will you know, get a re-quote. Yeah. I think <coughs> we, we need to agree which contractor we want to go with. Now, last time you asked me to check whether it includes balancing the trees on the other side. Um, I've had no response from two of them. And right. uh, one of them has said, no, it didn't include that, so there would be extra cost. And um, the final one said um, that, yes, that was included. So it's like as if, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> we, yeah, we, which I would have, you know, because yeah. any, any arborist worth their salt would not unbalance a tree anyway, yeah. you, you know, so. Um, and this one is going to use a stop and go, stop and go traffic management rather than closing the road. Right, right okay. Um, and they were also cheaper for both our side and the resident side, you know. So, have so, uh, the residents there, just so, uh, um, have they agreed? Got some work done as well. What we've said is all the residents except the ones that came and complained have agreed they would consider having some work done um, and they understand that we will contract with somebody 
and then we will put them in touch with the contractor to make their own arrangement. But it could be, if it was done at the same time, it would be cheaper for them. Certainly would, yeah. yeah. I think I'd like to see that we get the agreement from these residents, you know, written confirmation, because it's all very well us saying we'll do the work, and if they then don't, so but they can say it verbally, can't they? But most, most of it is just vegetation on the side where the people have said, yes, they'll have the work done. It's not big branches and things like on our I side. There was a bit worse, aren't there? There, there yeah, is, there is, there is but that's book. in the home that where they, they've not committed to... Well, this is what, that, that's why I'm concerned, mm, yeah. because we'll end up with a real mishmash of a job, because we, when we walked it, we, we noted, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. That they, because us doing our work then won't have an impact because we've still got these branches coming from the other houses. So what's the point of us spending that money when there'll still be problems? But it'd be obvious then where the problem, you know, if we do our side, then it'll be clear that we've done our side and then the where the problem lies. Can I just ask, please, is this not one of those situations where, you know, the old, your tree's hanging over my garden, I'm going to chop it off and off you the look back. Is it not one of those? Can we not, you know, these people don't no, want this cutting off. It's the mm. highway. Cheshire West could do that. Cheshire West could demand that they cut it back. Right. Okay. And then if you don't, Cheshire West could come in and enforce and cut it back. Right. And yes, you, you're quite right, you've got to offer. But then the other thing is, this is where it's a grey area with trees on boundaries because you could do that but then if you seem to be unbalancing that tree then you could be liable so it, it's something that's not pursued yeah. a massive amount. You, you were talking about uh, SP Energy Network, Scottish Power before, that their predecessor Manweb and, and that had such a bad reputation because they would literally, a cable was there and they would literally do, do that round, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and those days have gone now, you know, yeah. where they, they, they take on the responsibility of balancing the tree. Right. Not only for an aesthetic point of view, you know, it has an effect on the tree that then the tree could quite easily fall over, you know. Well, mine was an oak tree. Mine's an oak tree. Mm. Yeah, so. um, what do you think the way forward is? I take on board what Caroline says there. When we've had the highways people out, they don't see it as a traffic issue at the moment. Right. Because the, the traffic can pass freely under all of these branches because they're hanging full. Now, obviously, that's not when it's a bus or a big lorry, but they're oh, not supposed, supposed to go there yeah. anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but for the uh, the regular traffic, there isn't a, an issue. It's it's more about. Um, well, surely we give all of the property owners the opportunity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if they don't take that opportunity, if they have to fix it. Greater expense yeah. later date, then that's yeah. See, so, yeah, with respect to Quack, it's a bonkers policy mm. because every year you leave it, you know, it's like brushing <laughs> it under the carpet until it's a lump in the carpet that the door won't shut anymore, and then you've got to do something about it, isn't it? And and every year you leave it, you, you know, I mean, if I was Cheshire West, I'd, I'd want it doing now rather than you, you know, in, in five years' time, it's a massive problem and it is knocking the aerials or cows or whatever, you know. but, but that's Cheshire West, you know. And I, you go back to what was said, the, the main reason for doing this was because people were complaining about light and noise. Yeah. Um, and pollution. And pollution, yeah. so mm -hmm. it's not a highway problem. Mm -hmm. 
And if, again, if we do it and they don't do it, mm. they've still got the problem. Yeah, but that, they're the ones complaining about it. Yeah. I know, and that's yeah. why See, I'm that, saying. that's, that's yeah. what surprises me with Cheshire West's attitude, because, yeah, it's not a problem with cars, but people walk up that road, people cycle up that road, you know, and, the, and even from a public safety in, in the fact that, you know, people walking up there from a security point of view, things like that, they're all problems that I, I can't understand why they're saying it's, it's not a problem, you know. Shall I tell you what the quotes are? Yeah. Um, the but are they the ones you've provided? Yeah, these are the ones that have been provided, but they include the Sweet Horse Chestnut work. Um, the, the cheapest one is £950, which is the ones that can use the stop and go traffic management because of their level of qualifications they've got within their team. They can do street works in that way. Um, the next one is £1,080. Now that, that doesn't include any traffic management, so that would be on top of that. Um, the next one after that is £1,200. Um, and I think that one includes traffic management. And the highest one was £1,520. And that was based on us paying for the traffic management directly, not via them. I can just confirm again that none of them, only the one, only that cheap one, one is going to do the, 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 the balancing. Yeah. Thing. Thank you, yeah. That's the only one that confirmed that that, that was included. Have they confirmed that in writing? Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, that's amazing, no brainer. And, and yeah, that's working out about two days' work because sort of day rates is about now about yeah. 450 a day for you know three operatives um, you, you know yeah. uh, or two operatives and a chip or something like that so you know that's roughly about two days work can, can i suggest that we actually write to people who've complained and ask them whether they will have the work done because we're now looking at spending a substantial amount of money to do this work well i was planning to do the ones we've confirmed what we're doing and when we're doing it, I was going to write to all the tenant, all the residents again and explain what we were doing to confirm whether they mm. did want to have the work done at the same time. So again, the, you know, we've, we've got the growing season, the nesting season, etc, etc. Um, so these contractors are going to be looking at doing this October time, yeah. November, because if the leaves are off, it's yes. far less yeah. for them to chip. You, you know, okay. It's surprising what difference you know, a mature tree and leaf, and it certainly yeah. does. <laughs> well, I think it, it, October, November is yeah. the best time to do it. So that gives us yeah. time. I know it's yeah. extra work, but that yeah. gives us time to at least write well, to, to the owners to, again. I need to go back to the contractor anyway and explain about the tree. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so we could even get a reduction on yeah. that. I think that you know, that is, well, they're all relatively fair prices, really, for what's being asked. But for this guy, you know, this company to have traffic management in, uh, he'd be on these stock go yeah. boards, you yeah. know. But he's got to bring at least one extra person <coughs> yeah. to do that or do it himself if he's the owner. Uh, and that they're saying they're going to balance the trees with the other side. So, you know, that is a very good price, a very good price. So and I assume this, the, 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 this one, whatever it's called, the sweet chestnut, yeah. that was that was only to trim back the branches, that wasn't to take that bow off, was it, for these people? I don't know what I've put in there. The, the picture shows it's the bow across. Yeah, but it's what they quoted for. That well, I'm saying is that, that I can't, I don't know, I don't 
supposed to know that, but I, you know, it's going to be the other side of the road. You know what I mean? It's not going to knock up. It's not going to knock up three hundred pound off it. So I think we're talking a few quid here, aren't we? So that's fine. Right. Uh, reviewing the boundary and blah. Uh, Trimming, blah, 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 that was asked, but when I sent to the residents. Yeah, one particular limb hang, hangs out into the road. So what I was saying, we uh, asked them to carry out a survey along the road and give a trip there. Uh, Quotation for trimming everything back. The hedge and trees are overhanging the road, and this is concerned some relative residents. On the edge of the church car park, there is a large sweet chestnut tree, and one particular limb hangs out into the road. Although this is not our property, we want we want that included. So you've said the word limb, so yeah. we're talking about the bow then, not I just the so, yeah. Okay. So that was what, and then I put on that some of the residents and gave the addresses are also interested in having their boundaries trimmed, but that would be invoiced separately. So if, if you're happy to agree that contractor, then we can start yeah, to link right. liaise and yeah. with them about the detail. And it would be a maximum of nine hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, I propose that. I'll second that, yeah. So we've got a vote on going with contractor one. Six. So, um, <laughs> well, my sorry, list is number yeah. six, yeah. Yeah, okay, contractor yeah. six, it's uh, yeah. a maximum of £950. Okay, that is unanimous. Okay. Plus VAT, of course. Yes, plus VAT. Yeah. And I'll um, liaise with them, come up with a timetable, and then I'll be able to then write to the tree also um, to get the approvals that we need as well. Okay, we'll move on then, folks. Uh, item nine on the agenda is the litter picking events, and it's to discuss uh, and agree to hold an impact day on salt works jointly with Cheshire West Council. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, we had limited success with the litter picks. It sort of died to death. People didn't find, uh, couldn't gather the enthusiasm to get big numbers so it was quite um, just sorry to interject it was interesting we raised this we got raised last night didn't it at the uh, meeting mm. and um, again people just sort of didn't realise that the litter picks went on no no and uh, people I think get blinkered they do yeah and just don't mm. and they, they started actually saying you know they would do wanted to do stuff in Hop mm. Wood. Um, but I think there's an awful lot of informal risk-pick-back. Oh, no, there is a lot of people that pick things all up. the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also, I'm sure, bless her, quite often I would mm. see her with a bag of stuff and I'll take it off her and say I'll put it in mine. Um, so I think there's a lot of informal stuff that goes it's on. It's organising people and getting people to commit time it together. Is. Yeah. It's yeah. getting them engaged to actually... Yeah. Yeah, no. it, it, it was quite disappointing, and it what at the end of the meeting last night, I did stand on the stand on a box sort of thing to try and get people because it was surprising, as Caroline said, that people even with social media and things like that, people don't know what's going on. You know, they didn't know about the environment committee. 
that they didn't know about the community, you know, which is a big surprise. And I said, you know, come along and then at least you know what's going on. You know, they didn't know about the meeting on Saturday. But you can only do so much, you know. But Frodium is a big place, isn't it? You know, uh, I, I mean, I must admit, I did expect a few people to come tonight because people were jotting things yeah. down and that. But everybody are busy, aren't they? You know, it's, um, we all have, yeah, it's maybe not the best of nights to ask people to come along to a meeting on the same night as the, uh, no. the football match. But so off the back of that, I thought I was thinking of ideas, and I thought the. If we do this thing with Saltworks, because that um, Karen Shaw, she was quite interested in doing stuff down there. And yeah. to be fair, there were signs went up, there were some changes, and it was quite positive. So I spoke to Karen, and um, she's put me in touch with uh, Louise Gittings, uh, and they're also suggesting Pam Bradley gets involved about doing an impact day down there. Now, the, the main problem down there at the moment is the ponds. They're just totally full of reeds now. Um, but there is litter issues down there. I think there's a little bit of antisocial behaviour. Some of the fences get broken for no apparent reason. Um, so I think it just needs a general scene to it. The whole area just needs scrutiny up. Um, it's a little bit difficult communicating with them, but seem to be making progress. They don't answer phones, so it's all by emails at the moment. Um, but they seem to be engaging on emails, so we'll see where we go. I think probably the best thing to do is try and get a date fixed for late summer and then see where we go with that. But I don't think it'll wait until the meeting, the next meeting, to do a report back. So what I'll probably do is just email everybody yeah. and just let you know where just we are. Just let you know where we are with it and say what progress we're making and hopefully we can do something quicker than September. We'll see. I know it's difficult with summer holidays, but we'll, we'll do we'll Again, summer holidays an ideal time. Kids it is, yeah. yeah. And if, if it is an impact day and we get lots of people involved down there, then it could be quite engaging. But again, same problem, how do we communicate it to people? Put it on social media, people seem to notice when, I don't know, the dog goes missing, but Mm. Anything you want to try and volunteer, get volunteers for it, people don't seem to see it conveniently. So I think, um, I don't know, I'll probably ask that actually yeah. of the people at Quag. What have you had the best results from your impact days? How have you best uh, communicated that out? Um, so I'll report back on email yeah. as soon as I get anything decent. I think um, at the moment with the warm weather and everything, people are a lot more savvy on problems on open land like that as well, you know, especially from a fire point of view, which I'm surprised and, and thankful that we've not had really much in Frodgham, you know, we had one on the memorial field uh, a few days ago, but because of the thing in Hellsby, you, you know, that's really opened people's eyes up to problems and that's caused a couple of initiatives in Hellsby, I don't know whether you know about the guy that's going around collecting bottles, and it's amazing, you, you know, um, you know what, what's uh, what he's managed to collect and things like that. You know, so it might be a good idea to capitalise, if you like, on, on the warm weather at the moment, and try and get something out to, to tell people because I think there might be a lot more interest now that people realise how you know resources can be lost. Can't buy the same coat. Can't do the same thing because it's hot weather and people are chucking cans, yeah. out of bottles. Yeah. 
Oh, it's horrendous. Down at Saltworks, there's rubbish chucked on the floor next to bins. I don't mm. understand the mentality. But, you know, we can, we can moan about that all day. It's amazing how some areas that have not, you know, going out of Rodium. Uh, Hatchmere, I don't know whether you've passed Hatchmere. Unbelievable, the bins there on yesterday morning, you know, there must have been a dozen bin bags, but at least people had picked the litter up. But on Sunday, I, I came through on Sunday afternoon and it was like Blackpool, it was unbelievable. And people had just started sunbathing on, on people's land and, and in the front garden almost and that, you know, it was amazing. It's, uh, yeah. Right, so I'll, I'll update people on that then. Yeah, great stuff. Mm -hmm. Thanks for that one. Um, item 10 then is Hobbay Wood, and we've got two items under that. 10 1 is to note the minutes of the Hobbay Wood Friends Group, which was, uh, there has been a meeting since, but only yesterday, that was held on the 25th of May. Any decisions made and any recommendations or requests. And uh, just for the tape, myself and Caroline have been attending those committees really uh, and I think you, you know just just to adv advise them really on setting it up and some of the pitfalls uh, that they may face um, I don't know whether there's anything in those minutes that need flagging up from the 25th of May I think there was the uh, constitution that they I think that's been agreed and I did circulate that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the big thing is, is, is sorting out the charitable. Um, the friends name. of. Yes, yeah. because they, they're very keen to get their name. Yeah, that's a whole big piece of work to sort out that. Um, because it's a, it, we've, we'll have to involve the charity commissioners. Um, we'll have well, to call we a meeting yeah. of, the of the charity itself, which mm. means having a meeting of the trustees, which is the council, mm -hmm. um, so uh, you know there is quite. That's it's not going to be a short fix. That's going to take a lot of work. Right. Um, One of the things that we did talk to them last night was because they're very keen now for applying for grants. Yeah. Um, and was, as in the case of the Christmas festival, with the funding and the neighbourhood plan, how if they do get grant money, could the town council act as the repository for it until they get their names sorted out because if they were to go and try and open a bank account now in a different name they, they would if they've got a constitution they would be able to open a bank account in the, the name of our people friends right right they, there would be no confusion with the trust the trust is a land holding trust not well, this, this is what we couldn't give them a clear answer yeah. on, and nobody yeah. around the table last night, you know, sort of knew that. Yeah. I think what they don't want, you, you know, you just said that it could be a long progress yeah. and uh, a long process, sorry. And I've said that uh, I, I would report back to yeah. them, you know, as soon as possible after tonight. I think um, that the, the we shouldn't get too hung up on the name. They were definitely hung up on the name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's about purpose. Mm. You know, this group is a group of volunteers who are working to improve the quality of the experience mm. in the wood. The Friends of Hobhay Wood is a charitable trust which holds the land. It's a, a land asset that is held mm. in trust. Right. So the two, the two completely different entities. And as far as, yes, we could hold the money for, on their behalf, but if they do it in our name, 
that will restrict the amount of grab bodies they can go to because a lot of grab yeah, bodies Yeah, they, they'll automatically be ring fenced out of loads of stuff. And also, is, yeah. they couldn't, you know, one of the good sources of funding that they could apply for relatively easily, as you know, is awards for all. Yeah. Well, they couldn't do that at the moment because we've got a live awards for all grant. Yeah, yeah. So that, that they wouldn't be able to do that if they were doing it through us. Mm. Can I just ask, is it because this, this name is so similar to the other name? Is that what, why the people are... Well, I, I think, you know, in all fairness, there's money in the Friends of Baywood. It's about 1,000 Yeah, but for, for, a, you know, for a little volunteer group that have yeah. just set up, that's big books. Yeah, but you know, they I, if they got their heads together, got the bank account sorted out, and they could apply to Roger Town Council for a set-up grant to get the bank account open, and then they could then make a bid to awards for all for £10,000 mm. to do work in the wood. Well, again, they're going to apply to other people who, who we gave them some names last yeah. night. Yeah, we gave them a few And they don't actually want that quantity of money at the moment. They yeah. want money to get the tools. Um, I mean, they want it for insurance purposes because once they start working down there, they're going to have to be insured. So they wanted fairly small pots of yeah. money. Yeah, well, why don't they ask Roger Town Council for a grant? Well, they yes, they, they, oh, right. yeah, you they know, they, they filled the, uh, the, the, the paperwork in. It's going to be in by the end of July, they said. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. that's... Yeah. Yeah. But they'll need a bank account to be able to do that. Right. right. Okay. Because, again, to set up the bank account, mm. my understanding is we have a bank account for a small group that I'm yeah. in. And to get all the signatures set up is a nightmare. Like, oh, it is. You, you've got to do all of that money laundering, getting proof yeah, of identity, and that's all of what that. Said. But you only need two signatories, so only two people need to go into the bank and prove their identity. You've got a constitution which they've approved now. They've got the minutes of the meeting where it was approved, and then the officerships have been approved. So technically, it is possible that they can get a bank account now in that Hopewood Friends group. I mean, I think, you know, no one moans about red tape more than me, but so sometimes people make, they're making their own red tape. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Well, no, I, I, I think what, what it was, I think they, they thought, because there's a Friends of Hobbywood in existence, it would be more logical for them to become the Friends of Hobbywood rather than Hobbywood Friends. And by doing that, they would then maybe be able to draw that money that's in so why can't they do that? Because it's trustees, not... Ah, it's right. such a charitable trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm only just really getting, yeah. getting my head around it. What I need to do, because I've said I would do it, I said I would report back to them. They have a, a group email account, and I think they said it was okay, you know, if I report back to them, and I said I would. So really, the bullet points that I need to send back to them uh, is basically don't worry about becoming the friends of Hobbywood. Go ahead as as Hobbywood friends. Yeah. Get yourself a bank account because in the long run it's going to be the best solution. Because if we try and act as bankers for you, we're going to ring fence you out of certain yeah. applications. They only need two signatures. And they only need two signatures. Although it'd be better to have three people get right. all signed up, but only but need two out of the three. three. Yeah. 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 I, not, not I, I don't think that's the news they want to hear because I think just off the tongue, yeah. the friends of Hobbe Wood actually 
you know, although you're only juxtaposing one word, it sounds better than the friend, you know, hobby with friends, doesn't it, you know. Um, I mean, the other thing is, is also to sort of perhaps point in the direction of the TSP because of the fact that it is the only band now left in Frodsham. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, well, they need to check out whether they have a free bank account to... Well, but that was the other thing we did. Yeah, we did say to them. try and say to them, you know, that the co-op bank... Some, some banks don't want to know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah the co-op bank specialises in offering free bank accounts to... But how many signatures do you need? Because I don't... You need the, it's, <coughs> it's the bank account where the council's with, and you can have as many signatories as you like, and you stay on the form and you fill it in how many need to sign each cheque, so you, the minimum is two. Um, mm, and two. you do everything through the post office. So, I mean, again, you know, it's not, we just said we would ask. Yeah. And, uh, I knew you had difficulty yeah. setting it up, and I know, again, the, the group I'm in, we've had terrible problems with the co-op. The main difficulty with the town council is that when 12 out of the 16 want to be signatories, it's getting all of that evidence together, the bank accounts, the proof of identity that you need to give to the bank. Um, and you know, they all have to be certified as true copies and, and that's the bit that's that's the difficult part. Yeah. Um, but if they just chose to have three people's names on the bank account on behalf of the group, and those three people can then easily provide you know, it's a passport with your driving license and a utility bill, a recent utility bill, it's not. I was disappointed yesterday that we could not agree on the name. I mean, they should surely have said, yes, we will be the, um, as you recommended. You know, mm -hmm. the name. So did they not agree the Constitution? And take the last name. I'm not quite sure what was agreed really because there was a lot of to and fro in about the name. As I say, yeah. the, the, the way that I interpreted it was they're prepared to be Hobbe Wood friends until they can become the friends of Hobbe Wood. Why don't the courts have something completely different then? Mm. At the end of the day, the land is owned by the trust. It is a land owning trust, and that's why. I know there were discussions previously with the previous town clerk with the Charity Commission about trying to merge our three land owning trusts together. But because they hold land, that is very, very difficult. Mm. So which pieces of land are we talking about? Well, in Hockey Wood, you've got not all of the packets ah. are held by the trust. Some of them are held by the town council, the newer ones. They haven't been given to the trust because the trusts are inactive, really. But then we've got the Recreation Ground Trust, which holds some, but not all of our, and then there's the Memorial Field Trust, which holds the Memorial Field Land. So in a way, should we actually tidy up the Hoppe Wood Friends of Hoppe Wood Trust if we've got it in different parcels? Well, then you would have to start having make Friends of Hoppe Wood Trust meetings to be able to do that, and then the Trust would have to ask the Council to transfer the land it owns into the trust. Gosh. And then we'd have to do land transfers. No, it's, it's a big piece of work. I, that's, I think that's why we've not done it. Because well, it's a lot of work. This is, I, I get the impression yeah. it's one of these ones that keeps getting to the yeah. top yeah. of the yeah. in-train yeah. and everybody keeps pushing well, it back. I, I, I what should we do from a point of view mm. to make it neat and tidy? Because if we have got, because they're going to be doing more work in the orchard bit, 
as well. Yeah. Aren't they? That's their intention mm -hmm. because the footpath up there, there was, I mean, it is, I've, I've walked through there. You know, it's, it's... One of the things that I don't fully know is which bit packages belong to the trust, have been transferred into the trust, and which bit still... Well, can we clarify that? They're going yeah. ahead working in all of it. Yeah, well, they can because Frodsham Town Council is the owner, because we are the trustee. Can we let them do that? Yeah. Yeah, but they're the trustee of of all the parcels. But shouldn't it all, because it's all in Hophay Wood, shouldn't it all be in the Friends yeah. of Hophay Wood? Yeah. Just, I, I'm just thinking we need to tidy yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. There, because there is an issue about tidying up, but there's no issue about them working in the, the different parts. Right. Because... because Frontier Town Council is the trustee. Is the trustee. But what I'm saying is, we need now that we're we're forming this yeah. this group. I think we need to tidy it up so that we've got something that is workable. We shouldn't let this prevent us from doing no. what we're trying. What we're with you more, Caroline. You know, and to me, and I've said this before about other things. And the, no, the problem is, there's too many people, and we cannot expect Hazel, because I know I've worked on things like this before, and it is with charity trusts and stuff. And it is maybe so, you know, and if one person was willing, and whether that was a person who you've got in your group or one of you councillors, want to spend your time, you know, doing it all, working it all out, coming in here, finding the bits of the maps and the while there, and go to the charity commission yourselves and do all that, and then you finally, you've got a piece of paper there, that's it. That's what we want to agree on. Well, I think that they'd be prepared to do that. I mean, again, it's... I think the, it this pot of we need to take out the land ownership from this group. It's nothing to do with them. As the owner of the land, we are giving this group permission to do work on the land. Right. But it's nothing to do with land ownership. They're just a group who are volunteering to help maintain the land. Mm. Right. They're never yeah, the only. Oh, no, no. no. I, I so think this is where the fundamental confusion is, yeah. is arose. Yeah. Is that, um, separate the two out. So what's about, I think there's the one issue which is about making sure that all the land holdings of Hob Haywood are vested with the trust, which has been set up to protect Hob Haywood. Yeah. And then the other the other thing is about them getting themselves properly properly organised so that they can bring extra resources in to maintain the wood. Well, but can I, now that we've also, yeah. this is going to be going to fit, isn't yeah. it anyway, you've asked to register, so will all the parcels then be transferred to fit? They don't know, that all that fit does is they have a contract with you for all of those bits of land which says that you won't sell it. Right, it so doesn't it doesn't transfer matter. to them. Right. That fit, Fields and Trust do not own any of the land that we're applying to have protected. Because it will be on the land registry that they are. Mm. It, no. The land stays in the ownership of the landowner, that would be us via the trust. But you have a contract with the, the Fields and Trust. It's a contract that says you won't sell it. Right. Okay. And, so, and they have government powers to enforce that? No, the contract law. The contract, contract law. law. Yeah. 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 So, <coughs> I think the other thing is that this pot of money that's sitting there. The one thousand and what yeah. yeah. Is that money that they will have access to because it's within the trust? Only no. The trust is a completely separate. I'm starting to understand this now. Yeah. If, if, if we were to 
allow them to become members of this trust or we did a work that would mean then that the friends of group would own you know would, would, would own or they would and yeah. that's not so i i propose if you like that as much as it may that they may not like it is that they forget about being the friends of Hobay Wood and concentrate on being Hobay Wood friends, get themselves a bank account, sign their constitution if it's not already signed. That will then allow the banks to recognise them as a group and allow them to open an account well, and will also allow third parties to give them money if they say fit, including ourselves. But you see, going back, I think last night what they were doing was holding off signing off the constitution mm. because of the name. Yeah, yeah. We wasted half an hour. Yeah. Well, no, I don't agree. We haven't wasted it, but we right. finally we got to the bottom. Yeah. We've we, we used half an hour, which so I, I, I finally understand. Yeah. Because I was totally confused. Well, what what they could do, once they're properly constituted and got their bank account and everything, is they could formally write to Frodsham Town Council as the trustee of the friends of Bob Haywood and ask if they could have the money. Hmm. Mm. So then Budget Town Council could decide whether it wanted to call a friends of Bob Haywood trust meeting to give them the money. But the two things are completely separate. Yeah, I, so I, there's no way they can use that name in any other form. It could be the friends of Hop Haywood Part <coughs> 2. <Yeah. laughs> no, because the Friends of Hop Haywood is a charitable trust. Mm. It's not a group, it's a trust. I mean, I know a company who suddenly started calling themselves by the, uh, the same name as another company, but they added the year to it, so could they not become the Friends of Hop Haywood 2018? I know that's, I don't know, that's what this company sure what did. The no, no. I, I think, you know, I, I agree, I think we're getting sidelined on, on, on the name and as much as they wanted to be the friends of, of Hobbay Wood, if they pursue that, it could really stop them from doing anything productive for a long, long time. Knowing the pace that these legal things move, you could be talking at two. And all that money that's held by the trust could be wasted on solicitors' costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. sorting out the land well, so, I think it's clear that yeah, yeah. So I, I, I propose we move on then. Yeah. Um, but Hazel, would you mind if I just touch, touch base with you for two minutes, what one day this week, yeah. just so that the bullet points that I send to them yeah. uh, do, do, do make sense? Yeah. yeah. And we'll put those same bullet points in the minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. clarity yeah. on them. Yeah. 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 Is everybody yeah. really yeah. happy? We've got a, a group who are enthusiastic. Yes. And they need money yeah. oh, yes. insurance purposes yeah. before they can put up yeah. the state in well, well, the next two events that they've got planned, they've got insurance anyway because they are contracted uh, to um, the, the, the... CTV. Yeah, CTV. Yeah. So their liability insurance covers them anyway. So it's not something they need to do you know, immediately. They, they, they can still get on and do something productive because yeah. they've got a meeting okay. organised. Right. The weekend after next, isn't yes. it, I think? Yes. And then there's one in September as well, isn't there? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think if they immediately they're fine. Yeah. Need to, if we can get the constitution agreed, get the bank account sorted, they yeah. can then apply through yeah. our grants programme to get a small pot of money to buy, get their insurance. Mm. Yeah, okay. So that, that they will get, they can get that, but they need to move forward on this basis, not on the getting 
to be becoming the friends of Bob Abraham. Yeah. Oh, Tarvin Trust have complete control of their money as far as I know. Yeah, well, they will. Once, they, once they're set up yeah. and they've got an account, they've got a treasurer and they've got a secretary, yeah. so, you, you know, they'll decide how they spend their money. Getting at that point, Joe, that's but, the trouble they're but, far from but me. The, the trouble is, you see, Yendall has guided them on this because he's the one who's written the Constitution. So he's, he's the one who's been guiding them. Yeah. And I think, again, perhaps he's... We've got a bit hung up on the name and how, how it's all going to... Try into yeah. the truth. They've got access to quite a bit of money and all that. Yeah. Mm. Well, this group themselves would be able to apply for mm. and get lots of money to help them. Mm. But it's not going to be via the Friends of Hobby Wood Trust that no. they will get that. And, and once they've got a constitution and once they've got a bank account, another way that they could raise money is actually if, if you want to become part of the group, is that you pay an annual subscription. We, we did that in Coldy Valley in Chester when we set the Friends Group up there a long time ago. And we ended up with about six or seven hundred members. You, you know, and everybody gave, I think at the time it was about two pounds, you know, to be a member. And in return for that, you got a little newsletter, which did, we delivered in those days. I mean, now it would just go out on, uh, on social media, you know, twice a year or whatever. And, um, you, you know, that also attracted quite a lot of people to working parties as well. Okay, folks, I think that's... Yeah. I, I certainly understand it. I do. You know, I, I, was, I was completely lost, you know, and I didn't want to start making promises, but I did say I would get back to them, you know, and yeah. they're not expecting me to email them at 9 o'clock tonight, but if, no, I, can, yeah, if I can just yeah. touch base with you briefly, just appreciate your visit, you know. Um, so, the, the second item then on Hobay Wood is 10.2, is to receive a report on the work that has been carried out to improve the boardwalks. I just think the word excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has been done, they are, they've done an excellent job, it's all okay. um, fantastic. Completed on time. Yeah. Um, could you maybe get a couple of photographs of that and could we maybe stick it on yeah. our, our website? Because yeah. I think yeah. any, yeah. you know, anything to show what we're doing is, yeah. is, is important, you know. There, were, there was a small additional charge, they needed a bit more materials than they thought, some extra wood, because when they started to do the work they found some of the wood was more yeah, rather than they yeah. thought. Um, but it was less than £100, I can't remember exactly how much it was, okay. but it, it was within the, the, my tolerance. But to, to see what they've yeah. done, it's just yeah. fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the best it's ever been over decades. Excellent. I, I must admit, I've, I've, I've not had the chance to go down, so it's good to hear that. I'm not yeah. personally going down. Yeah, it really is. It's just okay. it's a pleasure to go down there. Yeah, okay, lovely. Something positive. Oh, sorry, one more item on Hobay Wood is 10.3 to note that this is just a note that the active services application has been submitted to the active spaces uh, to fit. Yeah. To that was, that was um, to get it the land registered with the uh, Fielding Trust and the, the, there was the potential for some money to come with that. But if, the, if, we don't, if we're not successful with the active element, we'll just continue and change it into the other version, right. which where there's no money attached to it. Okay. But it would protect, you know, give that contractual agreement uh, that we won't try and sell any of it. That, that's good to hear, isn't it, that that is going to be safe. I, I don't understand active spaces or fields in trust. Yeah, we had a presentation a few meetings ago by the active trust 
man from the Guilds and Trust organisation talking about this, the way that you can protect community assets, mm. um, particularly playing fields, community, you know, woods and that sort of space. And there's Cheshire West and Chester have a register of community assets. And what that means is that if that your land is on the register and you decide you want to sell it, the residents in the area have to be given the opportunity to six months to be able to get the money together to buy it, and they would get first option. Um, and that's all. But if you go for the Fields in Trust, it's a contractual agreement that your organisation, Function Town Council, would have with the Fields in Trust not to sell it. So if you did try and sell it, you would be in breach of contract. So they could challenge it. Yep. Um, One of the examples they gave was a Tranmere Rovers training ground. And people always assumed that it never be sold. And then they gave us the photograph of the training ground that now has new houses on it. And if it had been, <coughs> I mean, Fields and Trust has been going since the 1920s. Yeah, National Playing Fields. National Playing so it's something you could have done years and years ago, and they didn't do it. And Tramway Records sold the land for development. Um, so things like Birkenhead Park, all, uh, they're all registered yeah. with fields. Google them. It, it was fit, such a. I think it was such a shining light when that guy came and spoke yeah. to us because, uh, and I think a lot of it was, was you know, duly down to Mark Neal, wasn't it, Councillor Mark Neal? He found out about this, you know, to put. Uh, Park Lane in, into Fields in Trust, yeah. you know, and then we realised that we could do it with lo lots of other places, and um, it, it was absolutely brilliant to hear, really. And thanks to Hazel tonight, I understand a little bit more about that as well because I understood it from the periphery, but now I understand that it, it's with the Contracts Act and you're breaking a contract yeah. if you can't, you know, well, if you try and do that, yeah. there's serious consequences, yeah. isn't there, you know, so that's, I wasn't quite sure what the yeah. The machinery yeah. was that protected us, you know, other than this thing being, is it a government quango yeah. or whatever, but I understand now it's all to do with the, uh, you know, the contract. Okay. Thanks for the explanation. Yeah, Thank really you. good. Um, we, can, we can almost register it under different flags, can't we? we we're trying for... Well, the, the active spaces yeah. was a, a time-limited opportunity where if you registered, and it was about in, increasing physical activity um, and... There was, there was the opportunity to ask for £5,000 to fund the additional activity. So that's why we put in for that within the time limit. Um, but so you're almost getting paid for safeguarding the future almost? Well, you've got to have a programme of activities and it might be somebody else that will that programme of activities rather than the money coming to Fraction Town Council. Um, but if we were unsuccessful with that, we could just continue with the normal registration where there's no money and there's no timetable. They receive applications all the time on your law. Good, good, good. Okay, uh, we're on to 11 then, yeah. Charter for Trees, Woods and People to discuss the new guide and agree any actions. You might wish to defer this to the next meeting. Yes, I think. It's, it's nothing, it's just a, a guideline, which, a charter and you may wish to adopt the charter at some point, but it's not a priority item no, to be discussed no. tonight. There's no deadline, so, yeah, no. you know, no grants that we, no. we, we need to miss out on. Yeah, okay, I think that's, uh, that's a good idea, <coughs> is to uh, defer it. 
Uh, item 12 is three matters to discuss any issues and uh, agree actions. Cheshire West Chester about the handrail, but off the top of my head, um, the handrail on, oh, that's no, the sorry, we jumped over on three matters. We jumped over on three matters. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay, don't worry, it's <laughs> me. Probably me confusing you. Uh, three matters then, um, Tom? Yes, um, the orchards. Churchfield is looking superb. Yeah. The trees are very healthy, and uh, there's just one stake needed. The one that was damaged by the tractor. Okay. And so I'll replace that. But uh, yeah, we've got a load of fruit down there. Good. I, I, I did notice this morning I went to the sorting office on Ship Street to pick up a couple of parcels and I noticed at the orchard by the fire station there's one tree that looks as though it's suffering quite badly at the moment. Yeah, we've lost two. Two, is it? Right. Yeah. So only, Which only is not driving past there. Dry weather. Yeah. Yeah, we're bound to suffer a few casualties, yeah. aren't we? And the grass, last week anyway, at Ship Street, needed cutting. It's um, been cut. Ah, has it? Unfortunately, they also took out the raspberries. Okay. Oh. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, yeah. but the grass has been cut now. Yeah. Don't grow again. Next, next year. Yeah. 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 We have been born. Hobby Wood Orchard is looking very, very good. But unfortunately, we've dropped a lot of fruit, so there's not much fruit at Hoppywood. Is that because of the late frost? No, it's the dry weather. Oh, it's the dry, dry. Yeah. we've got now. I've got, I've got four blueberries, <coughs> I've got yeah. three blueberries. Yeah. Yeah. There's no water. All of my raspberries are blueberries. Yeah, we've, well, everything's stunted, isn't it, as well? We've, uh, except blueberries, we've had some blueberries today. Yeah, first time, first sort of crop today for others, and they're quite good. I went and gave the bench in and we cut a coat this morning. And unfortunately, Tom, I think the whips have had it. Have they? The too dry, I think. Yeah. The whips have had a few little leaves on and they're all short. They were quite late in going in as well, then. You know, which would have an adverse effect on them as well. It was just the way we got them quite late. You know, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's a shame, but it's no massive losses if we lose them. Yeah, we have had a telephone call from a resident. Yeah, I followed that up and spoke to him about it. He was complaining. Well, not complaining. He was bringing to our attention that the the weeds were crowding out the um, the, the, the little plants, the whips. Uh, and also that the hedge was encroaching on the road, but I, I assured that you sorted that way. I've sorted the road out, so I cleared yeah. off the road, cleared it all the way yeah. out. He was saying that the hedge had been cut, or that the weeds had been cut, but everything was left all over the pavement, and I just think it was the wind that whipped a few things up. I mean, with this hot weather, in all fairness, any, anything like that's going to be dead and brown within a day anyway, it's not going to be a problem. Um, if I could just interject. Yeah, we were doing, I was doing the downhill run and when we started off at the you know, start line like the cenotaphs, um, the sort of like pine tree, whatever you call it. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. it's sorted on Friday, it's right. beyond redemption but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually taking it out on Friday and taking a bow off a tree as well though. Because 
well, Lionel discovered the fire yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah. other day, and the fire service commented that they couldn't get a vehicle, you know, near yeah. up to the fire. Yeah, it's just in my day, we ran homes, but obviously that's not the case anymore. Here's the time the start and take to that. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to try and sort that on Friday in house. That's going to be done on Friday. Any, anything else around the table on tree related things? No? Okay, good. Uh, 13 then, rights of way. And 13.1 is to receive feedback from Cheshire West on issues that were raised about the handrail on footpath 16 and issues on footpath 72 and 73. Yeah. Did we ever approach Cheshire, Cheshire West about putting that footpath sign in where the hovercraft are ourselves? Yeah, we've. Caroline's laughing, look, don't I know. Oh, it's just, it's for, I mean, it comes up at the um, wind farm meeting as well, because it's peeled ground, and it seems to be that this footpath thing goes, sign goes round and round. Um, but I thought it'd be, didn't you concrete it in, or didn't somebody concrete it in? You know, it must be clapping up for 18 months now since that first time. Yeah, yeah. I think, Joe, I must apologise and say I haven't written to them to ask if it would be okay if we put it in. But I will do that. So I will uh, take slap on the wrist. No, it's okay. I've got the post and I've got the little man sign. Only need Lionel as well. Yeah. I'm sure we can bring all that together. Yeah. Um, so the handrail then, Hazel? Yeah, um, they are aware of it, they've been out to look at it. Um, the straightforward answer would be for them to replace it with a new wooden one, but they think for longevity that they'd be better putting up a metal one. So that is going through the machinery of Chester Western Chester at the moment. So whereabouts on the footpath 60? It's, you know when you go past the allotments? Part lane allotments up towards St. Lawrence's. Yeah. There's some steps there. Oh, there used right. to be a handrail on it. And ah. It's all fallen up because it's rotted. So they're looking at putting a metal one on instead. I might have right. got the numbers wrong. I yeah, one. well, that's what it was throwing me because footpath yeah. 60 is the one going down past the church up down onto Red Lane. Um, I suppose loosely this could be. Yeah, yeah 60. This right. is the one you're talking about here. Yeah, which hasn't got a number on it. Yeah. Yeah, so it so could, be, that one anyway, it could so be a continuation of 60, yeah. yeah. It yeah. could, I don't know what the number yeah, is, they just want to number it. Yeah. yeah. So it definitely is a pu pu public footpath, it's yes. not just a pavement. Yeah, Okay. So we can only watch this space really, can't we? Cheshire West are aware of it. We've done our duty, so if somebody falls over, then they are aware of it. The one hand round this back up. Oh, they put it up, but it's not, yeah, it's not, not strong. No, it no. is up though. So yeah, there's oh, a right, there's a temporary. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was there today when I went to one. Excellent, thanks for that. Right. And then the other 72 73 is the follow on. It's the Lane. And um, they've come back to me. This, they've been down to look at it, and it doesn't look too bad, but they just wanted to clarify exactly where it was. Was it on 72 or was it on 73? It, you know, which, which portion. And I. So what's the problem? Mud, it was a mud badly damaged with tractors, wasn't it? I don't know. Was well, it not you that raised it? I thought it was you that had raised it. Oh, it's on the top of Langdale, where you go to the left instead of 
to the right. We've had trouble there before. Going down to Pear Tree Close. Yeah, we're going to the top of Lime Dale, way towards Pear Tree Close. Right, towards Pear Tree Close, right. Yeah. Going north. Yeah, it's, it's about in the winter where the tractors were going through, it was about a foot deep, the, the tractor tracks. Tractors. And so oh, wasn't it? Is this where the gate was removed? Did they remove the gates or widen the entrance there or something? No, no it's, if you come along from the playing fields um, on Townfield Lane, you can go straight away across Langdale. And if you go straight away across the top of the Langdale, it's that extension down right. towards Bear Tree Close. Right. It narrows down, doesn't it? Yeah, it yeah. But it's, but it's badly rutted at the It's badly rutted, it's just dry now. It's right. A, instead of being like a okay. lake. We've had trouble with stuff being dumped down the back of the house. We've had trouble with rats as well, or not? Which houses, Joe? No, not recently. Oh, okay. in the past. Yeah, but um, okay. well, that's the piece there. That piece yeah. that goes around to the fields. Right. So, so Cheshire West are aware of this, and but we yes. haven't commented on it. No, well, I reported it. They just wanted clarification about right. where exactly oh, was the right. problem. I think what's happened is a tractor has turned round and caused the huge yeah. rubs because what, they've been into those fields. Mm. But the, you know they they are coming back to us when we contact them. Mm. They are quite good. It does sometimes take them a while, but they do come back to us. Um, so we are trying to. Uh, we can always meet them as well. Yeah, them, maintain mm. their good relationships. Mm. Yeah, and I just say though on that point, if Lionel, when you're out and about, if you just keep you know when this, you know, two years down the line, that wooden rotten one's still there. And yeah, you have to follow it up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because things get forgotten. Yeah. You do, you do. Uh, any other issues on rights of way? Yes? Yes, I'd like to know which side of the hedge does Edisbury Way go? Once you've, um, you've gone down from Townfield Lane, you're going down footpath 74, you walk up the steps, and then you, you come Normally, you're only, you take the right-hand path. But I was told that the path is actually on the left of the hedge. Because Where are you? It goes down to Alice Road. If it's by the orchard, so it's... Um, yeah, by the orchard. Because that's what I thought was 70... Oh, that's, 70 I know where that is. Yeah. Yeah. 76. Now, which side of the hedge are we supposed to walk? So one here. Well, we need to look on the It's always been a little bit of a funny one. Is that one ring? Is it that one? Coming off that one. That little bit, just underneath it. Just by the idea. Here? Yeah. No, that's going up here. This is the hedge along here. Yeah. The orchard's there. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, side is it? Well, if you go up the steps, yes. you go straight ahead, and it's that side. It's the orchard side. It's the orchard, orchard side. side. Yeah. I was told it was on the other side. By um, Chapel, the treasurer of um, Hopewood Friends. That's the farmer's field, doesn't it? The other side. Yeah, yeah another field. Footpath goes on our land. Which have we got is on a map of the scale? Can, yeah. can you see on that one? Yes. The scale. Yeah. Well, this is this is the older. This is the older one. Um, it always has been a little bit of a funny one, depending on the crop. Um, 
But if, if, so, it's on, if it's on the orchard side, then there won't be a crop, will there? Because so, it's just yeah. grass. Yeah. Yeah, well. No, I think it goes straight down to the hedge line first, yeah. if I remember right. I don't know what the it looks like if it's on the orchard side. Yeah. Well, it's because the orchard, the, that area hasn't been cut because we yeah. can't get anything into it now. I was actually looking at going down with the strimmer. Well, uh, yes, I think. I was across. I think. Um, um, so over here. Over some crosses. There's me. Can we resolve that outside the mountain? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, the area around the trees has been cut down. Mm. Yeah. He's Yeah. Is it is it is it possible to see it on that? No, no not really. Uh, no. This is better. And what's it showing on that ground? Well, they haven't got the fields in, so. Oh, is, it, right. is it about the issue about getting that path cleared then? Because of the well, path? it's um, if that's the path. Yeah. You know, we need a lot of water doing on it. Yeah. Well, does Lionel get distributed? Yeah. But there's oh. there's all that grassland anyway. And that used to get <coughs> cut. Mm. I thought it was actually in the SLA. Well, I, I think it's supposed to be, isn't it? Maybe oh. we need to just clarify with yeah, the contractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's the, the, the orchard and then this left that grass area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If this is any guide, this is what I wrote in 91. Yeah. Okay, John. Uh, 1991 or 1891? <laughs> <laughs> this is starting from uh, the Sunken Lane. Said there are two opposing hours of the trunk of a hawthorn bush, alongside the steps, but no signpost. The path is to the left of a fence, across first field, through a hedge gap into the next one, which was ploughed right across. The path goes straight across field and then follows hedge and shallow ditch, which are on the right. Yeah, I know where you Not are. Not much room left for path. The path then goes via a wide gap, gate width, but no gate, into the last field shown with winter grain. Bit more room left here for path. Last crop was potatoes, and they were troublesome. Path emerges through the wide gap into Ellis Lane, with a little man signpost. So it looks like it is the right of the hedge, yeah? Well, that's what it was in 91. He's always ploughed right up to the boundary. Yes. Yeah. Right. But we'll clarify with the contract. It's on this one anyway. Yeah, whether yeah. it's yeah. whether it's in the SLA when we included it. Yeah, we might not. We might have just included the actual orchard area, which is just a stream three times a year. Because do you remember um, when Beersmore had still got land, but when he could before we planted the orchard, he came in and made hay on there. Yep. And then once the orchard, we had to put something up to stop him coming in because he'd, yep. he'd have ignored us. And I think that's when we said we must include it on the SLA. Mm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great stuff. So we'll we'll move on. Item 14 uh, is the the River Weaver Navigation Society receive feedback and agree at any items. Um, Something went slightly wrong here in that we joined the society, but I didn't get notice of the meeting and I checked and double checked. I did get a copy of the minutes after the meeting, but I didn't actually get an invite to the meeting, so I need to make sure that 
you know, they, they send us details of the next meeting because we are a member now, so I'm, you know, happy to attend the meetings, yeah. but I, I couldn't attend because I didn't know about it. Yeah, I'm sure that Liz um, was in contact with all the organisations telling them who our vet was. Yeah. Um, but I will chase that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I have double checked just in case, you know, uh, unless it had gone into a junk pile that was unlikely. Yeah. But what, we, what, we, what I'm suggesting, and this has been suggested, is that they copy the office in. So when they send stuff out to the representative, that they also send a copy to the office so that we know when the meetings are, so we can include them on agendas for people to report back. Okay, great stuff. Yeah. Uh, item 15 then is Sandstone Ridge signage to agree the quotation for three new signs to add to the boundary signs at £1,034 plus VAT plus delivery of £40 plus VAT. Um, I, I thought we'd already agreed to that. I didn't have the logo on. Oh, right. Because right. okay. yes. this went to full council, didn't uh -huh. it? Yeah, but the plate's more expensive with the logo, so we have to come back because it's more expensive. Oh, right. So we, we are getting 50% of this. Yeah. Uh, Returned from the, the Sandstone Ridge Sandstone Ridge Society. Yeah. Although this example is in black and colour, it's actually going to be black and gold to match with the rest. Still a bit um, so <coughs> the, the costs are now um, for the three signs and fixings. Um, if you go for the um, the fourteen hundred by two hundred, which is the sample on the bottom, it's. Um, £1,034.36 yeah. and then there's carriage of £40 plus VAT on top well, of that. We'll get 50% of that back. back. yeah. And how much does we, how much does that come up by? Um, do, we, do we need to take this as a recommendation back to council or can we just I think it? because we had a previous agreement and it wasn't... I think it's £986.80 mm. yeah. or something. Is, is there something in standard orders that says that as well? Five percent. after the okay it would be a slightly trivial. Oh, actually, actually, it's cheaper. Right. Total cost, oh no, that include, no, it didn't include it. It was £1,067.54 plus £35 delivery. I think because we had two different layouts, I gave you the cost of the more expensive layout. Which was the £1,034.36. No, the one thousand and sixty-seven. Oh right. So we're, so, we're, so we can go ahead. Yeah, with it. So we're returning the saving on that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's okay. Because it was one thousand and sixty-seven before, and now it's only a thousand and thirty-four. I think the delivery is slightly more expensive, isn't it? Ten quid more. But I think it was because it's a fatter size. Yeah. Okay, we we we'll move that one then. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. Everybody happy with it? So it's less than already. I think that'll look really good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, okay, clerk, clerk's items? No. No, okay. Uh, date of the next meeting is the 4th of September at 7pm uh, here in Castle Park House, if you know that in your diary. So. Mm -hmm. And as always, if you could encourage anybody that may be interested in coming along and meeting, you only for a listening group. You know. Thank you very much for your attention tonight, folks. It's such a warm evening. Uh, and I believe there's a football match on as well. So, thank you. Uh,